Hello. And welcome to Love, Life, Money, and a Cup of Coffee with Cody and Kathy. Hi, welcome back to Love, Life, Money, and a Cup of Coffee with Cody and Kathy. How was your fourth? Hope everybody's have a good 4th of July weekend and enjoy all those barbecues and fireworks. And cold river trips. That was an adventure. We started with three rafts. We ended with one. We had the same amount of people. It's tubes. It was, <laughs> yeah. So tubes. it's smaller yeah, than very, a raft. Very small tubes <laughs> that were obviously not very good. And, and uh, we almost lost our entire life. Uh, with our two phones and our key being at the bottom of the river, you know, we I don't know how we, <laughs> we ended up finding that, but we're alive. We made it, and uh, we're we're here. Yeah, we made it with some, you know, infections here and there from the river, but <laughs> exactly. we're still alive. We're exactly. good. So, what's our topic for today, Kathy? What did you want to talk about? Well, a recession. Why do you want to talk about a recession? Because it's coming. It's like the end of the world is coming, but nope, it's a recession. Hello, let's get ready. Yeah. So let's just start with what is a recession? A recession is when there's a slowdown in economic growth Mm -hmm. for at least two consecutive quarters. Gotcha. So high unemployment, you know, low consumer spending. Mm-hmm. Low GDP, that sort of thing. Gotcha. I hear a lot of people say that they, they think we might have already entered recession territory. What, what, what would you say about that? We're getting there. Yeah. We're you think it's not, inevitable? You, you think it's coming? It is inevitable. It is mm-hmm. coming because, like, you know, interest rates are going up and, like, the feds have tightened their monetary policies enough for that. Mm-hmm. And we've been putting money in to the economy and this is all we can do right now. So, I mean, as far as our clients are concerned, uh, you know, and the people we care about, like what are the things, I mean, first of all, how, how afraid should we be? I mean, there, we've obviously had many recessions in the past. No, well, we what, haven't. Well, we only have four recessions. What would you say the difference between a recession and a depression is? Because I I think a lot of clients feel like we're going into a depression, you know, as opposed to a recession, and there's a difference. Yeah, a depression has greater um, impact, and it takes a longer time. We're talking matters of years to get back into, but it's always followed by, like, a bear market. Usually, like, the average recession lasts about, um, you know, in terms of months. When was the last, I mean, I guess 2008 would have been the last recession. No, the last recession was um, COVID. COVID, COVID. it lasted, that's the shortest recession we have is two months. And we sat there and, you know, one of the the major symptoms of a recession, obviously, is the stock market. You know, we've obviously been very involved in the stock market this year. Uh, We're down 20% over the last six months. That's the worst start to the market in, since 1970. Uh, so it's, it's amazing how this fear 
it's not a recession. It's market correction because we've been in this long bear bull market for the last 10 plus years. Yeah. So sometimes the market just needs to correct itself. Yeah. Well, I believe the market was pricing in inflation, but now it's really priced in the recession. So I think I, I honestly don't see a, another huge dip, you know, of like, you know, I hear a lot of people saying the market's going to go down another 20, 30%. I, I think maybe five to 10 uh, is going to probably where we're going to hit our bottom. But, you know, you start calling the market, you're going to be wrong, right? But it's, I don't think there's a lot left. I think it could be a good buying opportunity, depending on, you know, making sure you're buying good assets. Well, there's, so there's no, there's no correlation between the stock market and the economy. Understood, understood. And, you know, so you yeah. can't really tie the stock market to how, oh yeah, the stock market's trying to correct itself with inflation. No, well, it's, it's, it's not. driven by fear. People are afraid that they're looking down the road and so so that fear is creating anxiety in their that drives the market so it's really interesting i was thinking about this today does the fear of a recession drive a recession because no let, let me explain why i asked okay. that question because when we're afraid we don't spend money we that's the biggest thing right consumer spending is one third is two thirds of, of gross domestic product like consumer spending is everything if we're also afraid and we stop going on trips and we start stop traveling we stop doing the things we love does wouldn't that just it kind of is ironic that that almost would create a recession so do you know what causes a recession <laughs> well i'm just telling you what is it possible that the fear out there could no. lead us into a recession quicker be, just no. because of, of the, I disagree. I disagree with that. Well, that's your opinion. My godly opinion. <laughs> okay. okay. Give it to me straight. Is not, it's not driven by fear. Mm -hmm. Fear drives behavior, mm -hmm. but those behaviors aren't like, one behavior or two behaviors is not going to cause the whole economy to go into a recession. Well, I understand, but what's the first thing people will do when if they're afraid of a recession? They, what's the first thing they should do? What would you recommend? Like, we're going into recession. Okay, like, what's your prescription? Number one, save money. Get out of debt, right? Stop yeah. spending. You have to plan for these things, which we'll get into later. Yeah. It's like, how do you plan for a recession? But going back, what causes a recession? What are some of the causes? Well, what, what's causing particularly this recession that we're about to go into and other, and other recessions? Yeah. Tell us more about that. Like, what, what is the cause? So usually an economic shock, mm -hmm. right? So we had COVID. We had um, back in the 90s, that's when OPEC just cut our oil production. Yep. You have excessive debt. Which in this this coming recession, it's not an issue. It's not an issue, but you know, in two thousand eight, in the tech bubble, mm -hmm. you know, that's been like you know with the whole Enron and everything. And how how positive is is that? Is is it possible that maybe we don't go into recession because these, these corporate balance sheets are so strong and people have lower debt than they've ever had in the history of the world, like? It, could that keep us from going it's into recession? It's not the history of the world. Well, history of the U.S. U.S. Yeah. But, you know, within the U.S., yeah, 
Yeah, because monetary policy and with interest rates, it's inevitable, but it's not recovery time Mm -hmm. is going to be short from this recession. It's not going to be a greater impact. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because because of those things, because of the health of the economy and yeah, but, you know, we have inflation that's off the chart. Mm hmm. You know, before inflation was at what one point five percent, and now we're like seven to ten percent yep. now. Yep. And then another factor could be deflation, but which is not present in this. Mm-hmm. What happens when you have deflation? Like, what's happening? Because I think a lot of people are are familiar with inflation. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, but but deflation is something else. When there's over more supply, less demand, so it drives prices low, mm-hmm. lower, which slows, I guess, salaries, wages. Mm-hmm. It and slows everything down, so losing, it's losing like jobs. deflate. Yeah, gotcha. Kind of like deflate gate. <laughs> That's a good analogy. That's good. How does recession affect us? It could. It, we could lose our job, mm-hmm. right? We could, uh, you know, right now, I mean, you, you can truly, if you want to work, you, you can go get a job anywhere else. And that, that's honestly my biggest, the silver lining in all of this is people are working. And one of the biggest, you know, signs of recession is obviously people not working. But obviously that could change over time. And I, you know, that's probably the first thing I would start looking at. We, we've got to have job growth. People have to be working. That's, that's key. And if they're working, they have money and they can spend that money. And that's right now we're, we're honestly, I think people have been given, there's been so much money that's flooded into the markets from the federal reserve, right? They're just they, trillions of dollars They're, you know, so, and then we go through COVID and the government hands out a lot more money. I honestly think people that don't, didn't really have a lot of money, have more money than they probably have ever had. And they're spending that money, but when that money, when that fire kind of, you know, when you put gas on the fire and the gas burns out and you, you have a normal fire again, once all this liquidity, is it going to burn up and then boom, you know, what happens at that point? But people aren't spending money because in, because of inflation too. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Just, well, they, you look at them, look at the airports. They are, there are more people traveled this holiday than ever. This 4th of July than ever before. But it's not economically, it's not driven by what the economy is doing. It's because of people are fed up with being lo- on lockdown. Beha- so Behavioral ha- finance. I think COVID kinda- changed our behavior and people are sick of being home. They bought their new fridge. They bought their new couch. They bought their new dog and they want to get out and go travel. And I don't care. I don't think people are, they're not as concerned about how expensive it is right now. <laughs> they don't want to drive, but they'll fly. It's still like plane tickets are just as pricey yeah. well, as Well, look at gas. us. Look how many trips we've been looking at going on. And we actually decided the other night, instead of going on a trip that was going to cost us, we for calculating it, it was about, what, $2,000 or something for a drive, you know, a short drive to another state. And we just decided to stay home and, take $700 and go out to dinner every night. You know, that, that's a decision we made because of inflation and potential recession. So, But we're still spending money, so it's yeah. not, you know, to... But absolutely, absolutely. 
I'm saying, what have I been, I, you know, I've been really, we, both of us, I was just saying, hey, we got to tighten our belts. It's time. You know, we got to make sure we have our savings. Our credit cards are paid well, off. Well, and, you know. people could lose their job, right? Yeah, okay. You know, spending get cut because of inflation or they lose their job so they don't have anything and then so businesses doesn't make as much money and when that happens people are defaulting on their loans or Mm -hmm. or um you know lenders are getting stricter you need a higher credit score to get a loan for a mortgage Mm -hmm. or a car well i it's definitely a different uh it's a different environment than we were in in, in uh, 2008, that's for sure. That would be a bubble recession. And, and what you're saying is we have a, a, essentially a liquidity recession. Yeah, this one we have, exi- yeah. we have excess liquidity yeah. that can. So it's going to be, and we're going to feel the pain, but the pain is not going to last be, too long. Gotcha. And it's not just the U.S. that's going to feel that pain. It's globally the uk korea japan all of europe it's you know it's kind of a domino effect because everybody's instituting the same or similar policies so they're gonna be affected the same to the same way but just a different strength as how that's well i i think for a 42 year old i think you have an incredibly uh, gifted ability to look long term I know, I know you've done exceptionally well with your own investments and you have veins of steel when it comes to the market and you really are able to, you know, keep that long-term perspective. How, how do you, how, how does that work for you? Like, how, how are you able to keep that long-term perspective? Proper planning. Yeah. So let's talk about that. <laughs> how do we plan for a recession? You know, how can we recession-proof our finances? You cut down on debt. You, if you owe more than just a mortgage and a car, you're in trouble. If you're going to use a credit card, pay it off every month or keep a really low balance because then that gives you flexibility to when the time comes, you have that flexibility to use that open line of credit or, you know, cash Absolutely. flow. I'd, I'd, say the, I'd say a big thing is just, knowing where your money's going being very specific about your budget yep and know what's like what's know the necessities mm-hmm. like utilities rent versus needs aka gym membership easy know, easy spotify membership easy you know, that. <laughs> those are the only two joys i have in life well no I have three. I've, I've, <laughs> I have more joys than that, but you know, there's not a lot of them. You don't take those away. All right. No, but if, if that is like, if you can't give up your gym membership, then there's, you, you look at what's on that need. So that way you're, so your spending should only be a third of your income. Gotcha. So the rest should goes into savings. So you look at your budget and see yeah. what needs to be cut down it's like, okay, are we eating out too much? Okay, let's cut that down, like where you can. But if you if you're gonna die without your Spotify or your gym membership, then okay, let that you know we'll cut it from somewhere else, <laughs> elsewhere. Maybe yeah. from dog the dog treats that we buy. 
No, that's a necessity. <laughs> that's a necessity. When you're talking about an emergency fund, like what what's appropriate, would you say in your opinion? Usually most experts say three to six months. I say six months to a year. Yeah. Just because um, statistically recession comes around every four and a half years. And it could last from 12 months to 21 months. Mm. I like that. I like how you put that together. So at least have some cushion yeah. within there. Cash is king. Like it's, it's, I've just learned that in my life. I told my kids, I said, just do not buy anything until you have 50,000 in savings, period. You know, because they all want to invest in Bitcoin and crypto and stocks and, you know. All my, Did they listen? No. Actually, they do. My, my son called me yesterday and he said, Dad, I, will you please help me put a budget together? Because I'm. Yeah, after he. Already spent it. <laughs> already spent it for a, what, a Beamer sports car? Well, a used Beamer sports car. But it's still a Beamer, yeah. which is high maintenance. Yeah. He's very good at making money. For now. He needs to understand the back end, right? We'll get it. We'll help him. Well, with that in mind. You know, I, you shouldn't also stop networking. Very true. You know, always I think that's keep. great advice. Always keep introducing yourselves. Keep your connections because you never know when you're going to need it. Yep. Maybe one day, you know, somebody said, oh, you, because I've been laid off once mm -hmm. and that was crucial like for me i'm like i need my job so what do i do i'm like yeah. hey do you know anybody that's hiring do you you know or somebody and that provides you light at the end of the tunnel well maybe even a side gig right you can also yeah you should get a side gig like if you're going to bed worrying about the recession worrying about your money get a side gig it can yeah. be a part-time job it can be your fa favorite hobby that you can well I, I love i mean we're in a podcast booth you know heidi's over there looking at us i mean this is this is in the back of her house it's in a full-on studio it's gorgeous you know what a what a cool side gig i mean i don't know how much money you guys this is great you know yeah it's great stuff you know lower lowering your expectations I, I don't know. I, I see a lot of uh, massive houses still being built in Utah. I don't know why. Well, you know, I, I know there's bigger families, but uh, we have the expectations that we want this life, and, and, and it should be, it yeah. should just come to us. Yeah, know? live within your means. Live within your means. Yep. Yep. Don't like okay. Like right now, gas prices are high. Don't go out and get a Mercedes or. You know, an Audi that's. Well, I, I was up thinking gas. more like a Hummer, because I yeah, saw that new. I saw a commercial for that new Hummer. That is. All one right. What's the purpose of a vehicle? Beautiful vehicle. What's the purpose of a vehicle? To get me up the mountain and down. That's it. To get you from point A to point B, would a Honda Fit get you there? <laughs> yes. Not me. Do you have <laughs> your savings of up to a year yet? I do. Okay. Is. Is that a are you, were you is asking that a me want that or a need? Uh, that, that's definitely a want. I'm I'm good. I hey, we've decided to stay in town. We've decided to eat locally. We've decided to cook more. Well, you've always been good at that. But we have we have a freezer in our garage. The freezer upstairs. Everything's like full of frozen meat. 
you know, so we've we've really tried to prepare that way too, which I appreciate. And then the next way we can recession prove our money is start investing. If you haven't already done so, yeah. I know some people doesn't know they're afraid of the stock market. And if you're going into retirement right now, you should you should reach out because it's a you start taking money out of some of these accounts that are going down in value and you're going to you're going to run out of money a lot faster than you think. So, it's a it's a it's an interesting time. I again, like we said last time, I would reach out to an expert, you know, work alongside mm-hmm. them and make sure that you understand what you have a plan in place, right? Yeah, and make sure your portfolio is diversified. You you just don't invest in one company. Well, when it comes to the stock market right now, the, the key is to buy good quality assets because there are a lot of highly levered companies we're not we haven't gotten into the debt problem yet but there's those junk companies at the bottom and they've been loaning borrowing money excuse me borrowing money at zero percent interest rates for 20 years and when the you know this is not the technical term but when the shit hits the fan uh the the price is going to you know need to be paid on that but anyway the the other thing that i see is with these increasing interest rates, like the, the payment on home, your, just your home payment is, you know, if you're buying a home right now, it just went up 500 bucks in, over the last 30 days with interest rates. Diversification is important. For sure. Yeah, diversification between all different kinds of assets that don't necessarily correlate with the stock market is critical. You know, it's also important to educate yourself with finances, not just like rely on, you know, specialists or professionals but get at least get a basic knowledge for yourself you never know maybe one one day those knowledge can help you get a part-time job or you know create an extra income for you absolutely we need to diversify our portfolio make sure you know you're fully diversified you don't own with just like one company you know some people like to own one company because as you said, own good companies, but is that the way to go? Can you own one company and think you'll be okay? Well, like I've said in the past, and it's it's critical right now to know what you're buying. You have to know what you're buying. There's a lot of crappy assets in the stock market right now. There's a lot of crappy assets in the commodities market There's because people have been borrowing money at 0% interest rates for 20 years. So when this thing unravels those companies are going to be hurt the good quality assets are going to are going to be the ones that we want to own what i have done throughout my life is i've divided my money into three pots three buckets bucket one is one to five year money low return but it's protected and i have five years of liquidity if i need it five years of cash five years of income no matter what I'm covered. My second bucket is five to 10 year money, little higher return, little, I can be a little more aggressive. I can, you know, then my third bucket is my long-term money. And that's where really I own my stocks and my, and I do own crypto and, and, and other assets, but that's those assets I are in my third bucket. I don't, I don't even, I mean, when was the last time you looked at your investment statement? Oh, I don't want to look at it. <laughs> but it's been, what, maybe, have you looked at it this year? I'm just curious. Yes. Have you? Oh, okay. 
Well, I still have an app that shows you what the stock market does. It's, but I don't you, you, look at you, it. You know your company so well, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you track your individual. You have to look at the big picture. Like, yeah. what are your goals? It's like, okay, if one bucket falls apart, I still have my other two to kind of help save me get through it. At the same time, well, if you're if you're if you're within ten years of retirement, that first bucket is critical because you don't want if the market's down when you're going in retirement and you start taking money out of a out of a an investment that's going down, you're going to run out of money very quickly. The key is don't make rash decisions. Well, I think the key is don't make rash decisions, but make sure you're doing planning so that when a re, it's already set up, right? We're already, it's not like we need, we don't need to change anything in our plan. We are, we're already, we've already done it. Doesn't mean, I mean, a long-term recession can, can affect anybody, but we, I think we've done really uh, a good job and I think we can do better as far as our spending goes. But, but as far as the, the stock market, I think, I think we're pretty close to, having all this priced in and i think honestly if you're in, if you like that kind of there's some good buys out there right now i think it's it's definitely you know i'm not saying today no. is the perfect day to go buy but over the next few weeks i think we might see another five to ten percent drop and uh, that could be a good opportunity we're not predicting the market and then next is to have good support system whether that's your Emotional support, professional support, home support, just, you know, have your network. So if, you know, you're going crazy during a recession, you know, you can reach out to those people. You have your financial advisors, you have your attorneys, you know, just know. Bring your team together. Yeah, have your team together. Know so that you feel safe. Well, I think the biggest issue I've seen over the last hundred years of the financial service industry is these professionals that advisors are using are not communicating with each other. And so you got to have a team, but there's got to be someone to coordinate all that. And I think that's what we do really well. Okay. Well, until next time we will continue to build up our savings. We're going to watch our cash flow, make sure we're buying good assets and keep working hard. That's it for this week's episode of Love, Life, Money, and a Cup of Coffee with Cody and Kathy. We hope you learned something. Just remember, be calm, be patient, and have fun. That's it for this week's episode of Love, Life, Money, and a Cup of Coffee with Cody and Kathy. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a thing. This is Cody and Kathy wishing you a love-filled life full of prosperity. Have a good week. Peace out. Peace out.